Brief items. Security quotes of the week. Quote. The story goes like this: True believers in voice computing, often inspired by science fiction, such as Jeff Bezos, whose enthusiasm for Alexa is attributed to his ardent Star Trek fandom, start to build voice assistants in full knowledge that these will not only be perceived as creepy, they will be creepy. They mislead the contractors who transcribe samples of commands into thinking that they're listening to fully informed beta testers, but it's totally obvious that these are real customers who have no idea they're being listened in on. The companies lie to their customers, and even to Congress, about whether this is going on. Meanwhile, they create teams that program canned responses to jokes, flirtations, and insults, in an effort to give their products personalities, while privately building an internal consensus that users' continued reliance on their products mean that everyone is more or less okay with the privacy implications. When they're confronted with instances in which voice assistants capture private, intimate and unintentional data, they dismiss it as statistical anomalies. When they're asked about all the ways that the supposedly anonymized clips they send to low-wage transcription contractors can be re-identified, they put their fingers in their ears and insist that de-identification is an exact and robust science, rather than a faith-based initiative. Quote ends. Corey Doctorow. Quote. The recommendation algorithms used by YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter exploit this effect to maximize audience participation in pursuit of maximize advertising click-throughs. They promote popular related content, thereby prioritizing controversial and superficially plausible narratives. Viewer engagement is used to iteratively fine-tune the selection of content so that it is more appealing, but it tends to trap us in filter bubbles of material that reinforces our own existing beliefs. And bad actors have learned to game these systems to promote dubious content. It's not just Cambridge Analytica I'm talking about here, or allegations of Russian state meddling in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Consider the spread of anti-vaccination talking points and wild conspiracy theories, which are no longer fringe phenomena but mass movements with enough media traction to generate public health emergencies in Samoa and drive-by shootings in Washington, D.C. Or the spread of algorithmically generated knockoffs of children's TV shows proliferating on YouTube that caught the public eye last year. Dot dot. And then there's the cute cat photo thing. If I could take a time machine back to 1989 and tell an audience like yourselves that in 30 years' time we'd all have pocket supercomputers that place all of human knowledge at our fingertips, but we'd mostly use them for looking at kitten videos and nattering about why vaccination is bad for your health, you'd have me sectioned under the Mental Health Act. And you'd be acting reasonably by the standards of the day, because unlike fiction, emergent human culture is under no obligation to make sense. Quote ends. Charlie Strauss. Quote. Let me be clear. None of us who favor strong encryption is saying that child exploitation isn't a serious crime, or a worldwide problem. We're not saying that about kidnapping, international drug cartels, money laundering, or terrorism. We are saying three things. 1. That strong encryption is necessary for personal and national security. 2. That weakening encryption does more harm than good. And 3. Law enforcement has other avenues for criminal investigation than eavesdropping on communications and stored devices. This is just one example. So let's have reasoned policy debates about encryption, debates that are informed by technology. And let's stop it with the scare stories. Quote ends. Bruce Schneier. Colonel release status. The current development kernel is 5.5-RC2. Released on December 15. 
Linus said, things look normal, RC2 is usually fairly calm, and so it was this week too. Stable updates, 5.4.3, 5.3.16, and 4.19.89 were released on December 13, followed by 5.4.4, 5.3.17, 4.19.90, and 4.14.159 on December 17, and 5.4.5 and 5.3.18 on December 18. With 5.3.18, the 5.3.x line is done and we'll see no more updates. Wang, XFS 2019 Development Retrospective XFS filesystem maintainer Derek Wang summarizes the significant XFS developments from the last year. The year 2038 poses a special problem for Linux, any signed 32-bit seconds counter will overflow back to 1901, work is underway in the kernel to extend all of those counters to support 64-bit counters fully, in 2020, we will begin work on extending XFS's metadata primarily inode timestamps and quota expiration timer to support timestamps out to the year 2486. It should be possible to upgrade to existing V5 filesystems. Distribution quote of the week. Quote. Fedora is not a museum piece, it's a living, relatively forward-looking distribution. Quote ends. Adam Williamson thanks to Victor Stinner. Spamassassin 3.4.3 available. Spamassassin 3.4.3 has been released. It includes a new plugin for finding macros in office documents, a couple of security fixes, and various other improvements. The project is also letting it be known that, due to the dropping of support for rule sets with SHA-1 signatures, versions of Spamassassin prior to 3.4.2 will no longer be able to download rule updates as of the beginning of March. Full story, comments, none. Development quote of the week. Quote. As it turns out, there are millions of Python developers who don't need much more than assignment, attributes and function calls. Those of us in the 1% of the Python community who use Twitter and mailing lists like to talk endlessly about incredibly advanced features, such as assignment expressions and position-only parameters, but the reality is that most Python users never need these and should never have to care. Quote ends. Steve Dower. Russian police raid NGINX Moscow office. ZDNet reports on a police raid at the NGINX office. Moscow police executed the raid after last week the Rambler Group filed a copyright violation against Nginx Inc., claiming full ownership of the Nginx web server code. The Rambler Group is the parent company of Rambler.ru, one of Russia's biggest search engines and internet portals. According to copies of the search warrant posted on Twitter today, Rambler claims that Igor Sisoeb developed Nginx while he was working as a system administrator for the company, hence, they are the rightful owner of the project. Page editor, Jake Edge. 